0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Pick 6 Nation. This is going to be episode 27. And my guest for this episode is Evan Dent. And Evan, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. No problem. And this is also the first episode with my microphone. It's a... Um, what's it called? It's a Yeti stereo microphone. And my brother... My older brother, Tommy, got me this for my birthday, and thank you to him for getting it because it's really good. Uh,
1: Sounds great. <laughs> yeah, thank
0: thank you to him for getting it. It's really good. Also, I like it. This is also the first. Uh, this is also the first episode where I have I'm wearing uh, Bose headphones, so. Yeah. And I think it was my dad who got me those. Yeah. It was my dad who got me those and thank you to him for getting me those too. So yeah. All right. Uh, all right. Enough about that. Now let's go into what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about uh, free agency moves. Uh, the death of Maya Johnson, the Patriots' fifth round compensatory pick, compensatory, yeah. And the, along with the Saints giving up 2022 sixth round draft pick and fined $700,000 for COVID violations. And then Alex McGowan allegedly punched man in bar fight. Let's start with the free agency moves. And, uh, I'm going to share my screen here. Uh, and, uh, what do you think of these free agency moves so far?
1: Um, you know, it's been an interesting period just because of that, the lower salary cap, um, it wasn't quite as low as people thought it was going to be, but definitely, you know, below what it was last year. So a lot of teams had to really adjust to that. So I'm interested in kind of a lot of the one-year deals and, and teams that are taking advantage of that kind of <coughs> player on.
0: Sorry, it. Uh, let me just turn this down a bit. Is that good? You can still hear me. Yeah. All right. Good.
1: Uh, just guys who are coming in for either lower price or lower term than. You'd be expecting on this kind of high end um, free agency market, um, including Juju Smith Schuster. I mean, I think based on his statistics, you might have thought he was going to get somewhere in the 15 million range, but I think he's coming back for 8 million. And so far, Kenny Galladay, another player who would be in that high high teens, if not 20 million range um, in a normal year, is, is also kind of waiting for a deal. And, and all indications so far that he's not going to get that somewhere around 11 million for him. So um, the teams that have the money are able to spend, but there's been a lot of teams that just, uh, have only been able to do limited business because of this low cap. So it, it's an interesting landscape for people to have to navigate um, and try to forecast, I guess, with the next couple of years and, and make room now so that they can compete this year and not just write it off.
0: Yeah, uh I agree with you there. I think uh I mean, there's there's that Andy Dalton move to the Bears. JuJu remains with the Steelers. There's a lot of stuff going down. In the big team like Patriots who never spent before, had all that cap space and
1: um I'm kind of split on their moves. I do think it raises their ceiling, but uh, they did overpay a little bit for Agalor, probably a little bit for Jono Henry. I think Hunter Henry is a good deal, and, and Matt
0: Juden was a good deal. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hunter Henry also, yeah. Uh,
1: that team had, what, seven and nine last year with kind of a bare-bones roster, especially at the skill position. So I could see them being a the nine- or ten-win team with all those additions. You gotta assume that they're gonna do something in the draft and, and maybe get Yeah. I feel like they but one of the few teams that had room, so it's interesting to see them do that because it was against their ML for the past twenty years yeah
0: uh I I absolutely agree with you there. I yeah I agree with you. Um what would you say about Andy Dalton going to the bears and the whole and Juju remaining with the Steelers? What do you think of those two moves?
1: Um, well, Andy Dalton to the bears, a kind of a lateral move. I can't tell how much of the Russell Wilson talk, uh, from the bears was kind of just a, a screen for them, you know, not being able to solve this issue, but, um, it, as much as Trubisky didn't work out, it's not doesn't seem like a huge upgrade. I mean, in Dallas last year, Andy Dalton had Mari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, Ezekiel Elliott, all that talent around him, and that, that team still really struggled. So, you know, you could argue the Bears have a better defense, and he can get in there, and either here Foles can play competently, but uh, it's probably a letdown just in terms of <laughs> – what fans might have been expecting just, you know, to shoot the moon a little bit. Of course, if someone like Mac Jones falls to them in the draft, they could take him. So it's not the end all be all for the position. And I guess there are certainly worse quarterbacks out there, but maybe not the most inspiring move, especially to a fan base that has been waiting so long for a quarterback.
0: Um, Yeah. I think the bears have had how many quarterbacks since Jim McMahon I think it's like 40 or something. A wild amount. Yeah, it's a lot.
1: Never really a great one.
0: Yeah, after Jim McMahon. Maybe the closest was Cutler. I mean, but I mean, well, yeah, Cutler, yeah. Just I thought, I thought Cutler played well. I don't want to disregard Cutler. I thought he did play well though. So
1: right but just in terms of these great quarterbacks it seems like they've missed out
0: yeah i see what you're saying
1: um and then juju to the steelers i think you know good business for them he is a really talented player um i think well (laughs) he was in the perfect setup before when he had antonio brown on one side and he could thrive a little more and, and maybe he wasn't as good as a the main focus on his team but i would blame a little bit of that on his quarterback play last year and i think to get him back on the team for i think it's eight million is pretty good business for the steelers um if it doesn't work out i don't think it's too long a a commitment so um probably disappointing for him but he's going to get another shot at it he stays in, in pittsburgh and maybe they'll run it back one more time but that division's so tough. I could see them slipping behind both Baltimore and Cleveland next year, but that's kind of the price of them. been competing for so long, like they have, and you have kind of an older quarterback.
0: Yeah, I see what you're saying. I totally see what you're saying. Uh, I do. I don't want to write off Andy Dalton right away. I think that's that would be unfair to write him off right away. He has proven himself in the NFL. He played very well with the Bengals. He has experience. I think that could work out well for the bears. What would you think for that? What do you think?
1: I think he, he absolutely gives them a good floor as a, as a quarterback and someone who's, you know, like you said, had success and is a, is a starting NFL quarterback. It's just, you know, how many years are they going to go with a lower ceiling? Um, It's just hard to see them, uh, going beyond, you know, for strange things have happened. You know.
0: Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, do you have anything else on the free agency stuff? I really liked uh,
1: what Washington's done so far. I mean, um, just putting Curtis Samuel next to Terry McLaurin, I think it's going to make for a really good offense, and that defense is going to be just as good as last year and and that division looks really weird right now i mean i don't think the eagles are going to be competing the giants really haven't done much um Hmm. so i think it's going to be between them and the cowboys and the cowboys haven't done much to to fix up their defense so fitzpatrick's going to win you some games he's going to lose you some games but i think in a weaker division they could ride him or heineke to a division title so i like the moves washington's made so far um and then i have just been a little confused by two teams that um, have young starters that they need to build around the Chargers and the Bengals. And they both kind of stayed, stayed the same. I mean, I know the Chargers have gotten a little bit of line help and the Bengals have also done that, but both of them don't seem to be really setting up their star quarterbacks of the future to, to succeed this year. I mean, There's something to be said for a slow build, but also in the NFL, you can become really good really quickly, and I'm not sure
0: either team has really uh, pushed the needle yet.
1: But there's still a lot of time
0: to go, you know. Um, Yeah, there's still a lot of time. Uh, Does that all? Uh, Do you have any thoughts on
1: on Aaron Jones signing or –
0: uh he was signed by who
1: signed back to green bay for i think 12 million a year yeah it it was just interesting to me because <laughs> they could have franchise tagged him for i think 8 million they let him go and you think okay they're going to bring back Jamal Williams they're going to bring back Aaron Dillon the guy they you know drafted in the second round next year and then they come back and sign him for 12 million a year so i think he's a great player um obviously running backs have a bit of a shorter shelf life so you have to wonder if two years into the deal you're going to say okay this is (laughs) not something we want to be locked into I'm sure they can get out of it fairly easily but um just a little bit of confusing roster building from them um they're often they lost Corey Lindsley for about 12 million so they basically re-signed Aaron Jones and made their offensive line worse so not sure about the direction there um (sighs) damn but he is a good player so
0: yeah he is really good (laughs) yeah aaron jones is solid that
1: offense is still gonna be really good
0: yeah for sure uh i want to say um to all the players who re-sign with their teams we hope the best for them going forward to all the players who sign with new teams hope the best we hope the best going forward and To all the players that are free agents that are still looking for a team, we hope uh, the best for you moving forward and that you find uh, a new team as soon as possible. And also to the players who have signed with a new team or re-signed with their team, with their current team, hopefully things, uh, hopefully you guys play well. Hopefully, we hope the best for the, um, for the players in the NFL.
1: Yeah. Hopefully the salary cap goes back up next year in the <laughs> and they all can get
0: <laughs> yes. some longer deals. Yes. That too. All right. Now let's go to Maya Johnson. And uh, this is really sad stuff. Really sad stuff. Uh, rest in peace. Maya Johnson thoughts and prayers are with the family. Really sad stuff. And especially really young too, 25 years old. That's really sad.
1: Yeah, it's an incredible shame. I mean, it's just uh, something you can barely imagine. So all the best to his
0: family. Yeah, um, all the best to his, his family moving forward also. Again, thoughts and prayers are with the family. All right. Uh, do you have anything else? on that. All right. Sounds good. All right. Now let's go to the Patriots and the fifth round compensatory pick and the Saints uh sixth round pick and vi- and COVID violations. Uh what do you think of this?
1: <laughs> you know these uh punishments with draft picks I mean it's kind of the only lever that the NFL has when they're, when they're trying to discipline teams for things. I mean, the money doesn't really matter to any of them. So I'm sure the <laughs> the saints want the $700,000, but they can afford it. But you know, when you take away a draft pick, even a six rounder, it's still affecting mm-hmm. the team a lot. So it's weird to, to <laughs> link it to the COVID thing because it's just, you know, kind of a policy they made up and the rules were changing all the time. So if you're a team that, you know, got nailed for it, and it seems like kind of mm. after the fact justification, I would feel a little put out by it, but you know, they set the rules and you got to follow them. So I'm sure the saints will get around it, but it, you know, there's not really <laughs> a punishment that it seems to like match the, uh, the crime or, or what you'd say, you know, just uh, that's something that NFL can do. But, and it makes a small difference. It doesn't really make <laughs> mm-hmm. up for what happened, I guess.
0: Yeah, I see. I agree with what you're saying. I see what you're saying. And yeah. Uh, anything else?
1: The, the Patriots got this fifth round pick for... I'm guessing for, uh, free agency losses and, you know, the Patriots and the Ravens are just, uh, kind of two teams that have been successful for a long time. And it's because they play this compensatory pick formula. So, well, I mean, they let guys go and then they only sign guys who are not going to count against it. And it's just, (laughs) you know, free, free lottery tickets for them. Basically, like you just want to, at a certain point amass as many picks as possible. Um, especially in the later rounds because you don't know what you're going to get, but if you get more shots at the, at the wheel, it's better. Mm. So Patriots, Ravens, a couple other teams are just really good at this and that's why they stay successful.
0: Right. Right. Very true. All right. Nothing else. (sighs) Not on that. All right. Sounds good. All right. Let's go to Alex McGow. Uh, I mean what do you think of this
1: I hadn't heard anything about it Um, hopefully this gets sorted out I hope everyone involved is okay but you know uh, sounds like a pretty ugly incident and um, it just seems like you gotta be careful out there I guess I don't know I don't even know how it started
0: Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, Again, let's just, uh, I I don't know if this is true or not. Um, Yeah, I I agree with what you're saying. Um, Is that all? I think so. I mean,
1: we can talk more frequency or anything if you want. Um,
0: Yeah, I'm going to stop sharing my screen. I mean, yeah, free agency, uh, it's been nuts. It's going to, I think there's going to be many more moves uh, throughout this free agency. And what do you, what would you think about that?
1: I mean, just the way that teams have had to get under this lower cap. I mean, teams like the Saints where I think, 70 million over it (laughs) so they had to really cut back so you're seeing a a flood of a lot of talented players who you wouldn't have expected to be released available so it does seem like the market's getting a little flooded um which is good news for the team it's not great news for the players but um there's still some interesting names out there i'm going to be interested to see where someone like jadavian Clowney ends up because all the hype he hasn't totally lived up to the to that but he's a talented player coming off an injury so i think a smart team might be able to get him on a on a you know low risk uh one year kind of deal um and get a productive player i don't know if he's an every down player with his health but certainly he can be a a pass rush player inside or outside that's going to help a team out
0: um Yeah. Jadavion Clowney is really good. It's just I, about
1: putting it together. You know, I think last year when he played, he got pressure on 10% of his snaps, which is really good. So, again, a smart team is going to be able to line that up.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I remember when they when South Carolina played Michigan. I know this isn't <laughs> about the NFL. That hit is still. I, I can't forget that hit. It's just so insane. It, it
1: looks like the guy's head's come off. Yeah. And that's when you knew. He, I mean, he could have sat out the year after that. and still been the number one pick. That's how good he was in college. So.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm looking at some deals here. I think Bud Dupree, that was a really good deal for the Titans. Um,
0: oh, that's nice. A, nice. A really,
1: it, interesting deal or interesting division next year because I love what the Colts have built um I think they have a really great setup for Carson Wentz to to become successful if he if he can ever get you know some of his form back because they've got such a good offensive line and a lot of good skill position players and then that defense is really tough so I put them as a favorite but the Titans are just kind of consistently good and if their defense gets a little better um and Bud Dupree should help I mean that could be those two guys or the Titans of the Colts really battling out at the top of that division.
0: Yeah. Uh, For sure. Uh, What else is there? What am I thinking of? The the Chiefs uh, getting
1: Kyle Long and Joe Tooney. That was (laughs) two great pieces of business for them. I mean... Everyone saw in the Super Bowl that the O-line needed help. Obviously, they had some injury problems, but just bolstering that offensive line is going to make the difference for them if they want to make it back to the Super Bowl. And yeah. Especially you get Kyle Long out of retirement, he was a, a really good player for the Bears. So uh, they got him on a kind of a steal, I think, based on his performance. So there were some worries that they might be too close to the cap to do it, but they maneuvered their way into, I think, a
0: really improved offensive line. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. I agree with you. Uh, I think that's it, Evan. Thank you for coming on. You're welcome anytime.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. Evan.
0: No problem. Uh, yeah, also, again, hopefully, the players that uh re signed uh that re-sign with their teams uh do well along with the players who sign for new teams uh do well and hopefully the free agents find a new team as soon as possible and hope the best for all those guys going forward and yeah that's it uh
1: looking forward to the season and the draft
0: (laughs) yeah the late draft this year it's usually much earlier I th- yeah it's usually earlier yeah yeah all right well thank you all right take care man have a good one you too all right thank you bye see ya.